0: What up, folks? What it do? Welcome to another episode of the Best Advice Ever podcast. Yeah! With your boy, comedian Mike Goodwin, the Bowtie Comedian. And as I've been starting the podcast here recently, starting with a segment entitled The Mind of Mike. I was checking out some news, doing some reading, and I ran across this nice little nugget, this little ditty. Y'all may be familiar with the actor by the name of uh, Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino, from what is being reported is expecting to be a dad for the fourth time. That's wonderful. The part that comes a little more problematic is at 83. Yeah. Yeah, Al's 83. This says Al Pacino is getting ready to be a father for the Scarface actor. Say hello to my love friend. And his girlfriend, I'm not even trying to pronun- pronounce it, her name, are expecting a baby. His girlfriend. Let's see how old Al Pacino's lady is. How do, how do, how do, how, <laughs> so we'll play a little game out there, people. If Al Pacino is 83, what age? Now it has to be an age where woman and pregnancy go well together. You know, the older, the older women get pregnancies become a lot more difficult. So you gotta suspect there's an age where the optimum pregnancy window is pretty open. I would think that eliminates anything above forty. Forty would cut out unless on the on the, on the, on the younger side of 40 43 44 42-ish so say we knock 40 out now you definitely can't be 83 with an 18 year old woman that just I'm not there was a joke that came to my mind about a particular state I'm not gonna do that joke because I may have Listeners from the fine, fine states. I'm not going to make any comments. Two states just came to mind. (laughs) So 18 and 83, that just. 1883 was a year. I'm I'm not familiar with what significant things happened in 1883. So I would eliminate that. So you can probably be in the 20s. 20 83 years old. That's half. Like that's not even half of your age. All right, enough of this. The the the, the woman is is 29. So we go ahead and give her 30. 30 years old. 30 years old. At 83 This man is 50 years older than the person that he's Can you imagine the conversations? I don't even think that would be like your grandfather. That'd be like your great grandfather. 83. Becoming a dad for the fourth time. Wow. So that's what's going on out here in the world. So the, the pair was spotted leaving a restaurant together in Venice, California. I should say she is eight months pregnant. Oh, she's a, she's a movie producer, too. She's a movie producer. I wonder, was she pushing him in a wheelchair? In front of- Holy smokes. Like my wife is three years younger than me. Three years. And I gotta eat my Wheaties. So fifty-three years? You should say something when I was growing up. That is an accurate description of, of, of what this situation is. Go red day. This man, 83 and he's dating a 29 year old. Go red day. Go red day. Come on somebody. Bro, you got a twenty nine year old girlfriend, and she' pregnant. Go red day. <laughs> There's situations in life. I don't even know how to spell that word. I know what it means. It, it means a, a variety of things. That's, especially, I, I'm not familiar with the the language of other regions in our country. I mean, I'm familiar with the Northeast. You know, the, growing up. As a young African American, the hip hop culture was was very influential. So I knew, like New York, had terminology. There's terminology that communicates. We about to get this paper. About to get these ducats. That's money. And there's a variety of words. You know, we got the the burner had the flash, the burner, the heat. Those are weapons, guns, right? The West Coast, I think their terminology, I think we were very well acquainted with the beach scene, the surfer scene is gnarly. It's rad. We about to hang low, hang loose, hang loose, I think. I remember the hang loose. It used to be a, like a like an alpha sign if you're familiar with the fine gentleman <laughs> of Alpha Phi Alpha. But even the, the South Carolina Gamecocks, they do this. It's, it's hang loose. It's the sign of uh, hang loose. I remember those t-shirts when I was a child. It was like another one with a guy that was like hitchhiking with a huge thumb. Keep trucking. I used to remember seeing these these t-shirts in the back of magazines like have a nice day with the little yellow smiley face. I'ma go ahead and Google some retro t-shirt designs and and that yeah, that that was that's what what came to mind. Hang loose. But those t-shirts came to mind because I used to look at them all the time. Never bought any of them, but they were always being advertised in comic books. Mad magazines. I don't know if y'all were big mad magazines, folks, but I got down with the mad magazines. But in the South, there's a ver- vernacular and go red day. Like if we just celebrated, I don't know if you celebrate it, but the, the the Denver Nuggets won their first NBA title. And Uncle Jeff, Jeff Green, there was a play pretty early, I think it was in the game, on a fast break, and, and Jeff dunked it. I mean, I'm talking about he, with all the velocity and the ferociousness of a dunk, like a one hand boom sandwich, right? And when he dunked, that was an example of go red day. Man, that boy dunked that. So it's a it's a, a exclamation. It's a kind of astonishment like uh uh, uh delight. Go red, ri- like you take a bite of a cake and it's soft, moist. People don't like the word moist. Word makes people very angry, but soft, moist, delicious cakes. Cake's so good, you'll probably take a bite and say, go red ri- day. For some reason, Red Day has taken over my podcast. So We're, we're going to transition. Oh, that's how my mind works. See what happened in my mind? But the other thing that was very interesting for me this weekend, I actually went to a MLS game. Major League Soccer went to the Queen City of Charlotte to watch the Charlotte Football Club. That's the name of the team. Very, very pedestrian name, Charlotte. And I'm i uh, am I'm, I'm sorta of a fan. Me and soccer, uh, are, are, we do a little dance. Like I know soccer. We went out on a couple of dates, but it wasn't nothing serious. You know, we never were in a relationship. I might have got to like the second base with soccer. That's a weird analogy. But me and soccer, you know, we're we we we, we we're very casual, very casual. I'm off my most interest. I'm most interested in soccer. Football is during the World Cup. If the uh, United States is contending, if we're competitive, if we're in the fray, it's like watching March Madness and your team's not playing. Like, I'm going to watch it. Oh, I'm going to watch March Madness, but maybe like the NIT. Like if my team's in it, I'm watching it, but if it's not, I'm not. I'm probably – I might watch the championship game, right? That's how I am with soccer, but soccer, football. I grew up with guys that played. Good buddy of mine, Anthony Washington, grew up on the same street. He's a, a young footballer to the degree. Anthony was, I think, recently in London. To watch a match. A guy I graduated with a uh, played at the Naval Academy, played football at Naval Academy, but he was a, a soccer guy. Aston Heaven, Aster, Aston. He played soccer. I never was a soccer guy. Another guy was really, I think it was a great soccer player for, for what I know about soccer guy by the name of David Zamorski. Got a scholarship to Hampton Sydney, played soccer. I actually worked with a guy that went to college with David and played soccer with David, who was also the coach of the girls' soccer team over at Heathwood Hall where I worked. So I have some connections with soccer. Went to college, Lander University that doesn't have American football. We have football. We have soccer. So I would go, you know, I a buddy. Uh, Kyle Cal Grumby that would play. He was on the soccer team. Plus, I knew a lot of those guys. Like Rory comes to mind. It was a guy named Otis, Stefan. There was a lot of guys that were from Jamaica. Uh, Where would Rory was from like uh Trinidad and Tobago? Like a lot of a lot of international students. Would come and play the soccer at at college, man. These guys were great guys. Matter of fact, me and Rory were were and summer orientation leaders, so that's why he comes to mind. Think about Wins Winslow Stryker. Now he wasn't a soccer player for the team, but he was an older guy that was from the islands. That was, you know, he was at the games. I go to the games, and then I can remember these other young women, Aronda and I, I. I should know her sister's name, Melissa, Rhonda, and Melissa. I think they were from Jamaica. There was something from Trinidad or somewhere that wasn't the United States. They were out at the soccer pitch at the match. So I'm I'm pretty cool. Went up the the went up to Charlotte to see this game. Interesting enough, I was invited. I was the trophy husband this weekend. Went with my wife. My wife went up there with my wife. She got invited, but we were doing the sweet life, like box seats. So they play at the 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 Carolina Panthers Stadium, but they had the box seats. They had the the real deal, and I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared to to walk into a spot when they had sushi for just hey, come get you some sushi. As a matter of fact. They had, like, flaming Hot Cheeto sushi. Like, that was one of the options. They had all wings. They had, like, mumbo sauce, like, DC mumbo sauce. They had uh, dry rub. They had hot water. They had mac and cheese. I was not ready. They had the open bar. They had options. That's what I'm telling y'all people. And I'm on my program. And my program is related to the best advice of the day. And I wasn't ready. I was not I was not prepared for that sweet life. But again, it was a little odd to me because Charlotte doesn't have, well, they have a mascot. They're the they Charlotte Football Club, but they were playing the Seattle Sounders. Now, the Sounders, that sounds like a mascot. Charlotte does have a mascot and it's a King minty minty as in fresh breath. That's what that, but minty as in the bank system, Charlotte is well known for the banking industry. So they have a mascot that basically is a soccer ball. That's a King. So there's a crown. There's a Cape. There's like a medallion. He looks Kind of like a soccer pimp. That's what he... They didn't really think it all the way through. I'm not... And... They are the queen city. Why can't they... Why can't it be queen, Minty? Huh? But we live in a paternalistic, oppressive society. That's why I told somebody. That's why in the queen city, they got the king, Minty. And they didn't empower the queen to be a mascot. Because... That's not how we, we think very men oriented <laughs> I'm going down a weird road, but yeah. So it was, it was a little while, a little while, and it, but it was very cool. Very cool. Uh, they have tremendous tradition. And I was at the game with a guy that's a fan. That's a legit soccer fan. He's a Charlotte football club fan. They got the season tickets. So I enjoy going to events with somebody who's like a tour guide and can, and three goals were scored on both sides. So the, the game ended in a tie three, three. And it was, it was, it was exhilarating. It was very, very enjoyable game. But it leads me to the best advice of the day ever. that I'm going to give you, and that is that advice is simply, to practice delayed gratification. One thing I'm learning or, or, or is being reconfirmed to me that the story of the tortoise in the hare is an excellent allegory for life. Not quite sure what allegory mean, but it felt good in the moment. It's a depiction of if you conduct your life in this manner, success is inevitable everybody remember the story of of the tortoise and the hare it's very very familiar childhood story hopefully they're still telling children today but basically to summarize the story the hare is very fast very talented very gifted a lot of charisma a lot of Savoir fair, just 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 looks like a leader, but very boastful, very boastful, very very dogmatic in terms of communicating how great of a runner he is. And then you get the hair, not fast, not dynamic, pretty boring, pretty similar. If if you're a fan of a basketball like I am, pretty similar. To the San Antonio Spurs of the Tim Duncan era. The Tim Duncan, put a little bit of Dave Robinson in the latter, in the latter years of Dave. But Tim, Mono Genoble, uh, Tony, Tony, Tony Parker, Sean Elliott, Avery Johnson. You're know those guys. You can even throw your boy in there, Stephen Jackson, Stephen Jackson, Malik Rose. The list goes on and on. The guys that played for the Spurs and the Spurs were not very exciting to watch. Similar to the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets don't have the most dynamic brand of basketball. I enjoy watching it because they win and they are dominant. (laughs) I enjoy that type of style. I enjoy the methodical plotting, but I do like the running, gunning, wheeling, and dealing. I like the Lebron Lebron James. I like you know. I like those. I like variety of styles, right? But there's a race, and the hare, the rabbit, runs very fast. Gets so out beyond the pack. I don't even know if it's the pack. I think he just runs against the hare two people in a race i don't know why they are running a marathon but he's out there so far that he's like you know what let me get up under this tree take a nap let me rest i'm so talented i get up from my little nap and win the race and then you got the turtle they can't nap the turtle just one step at a time. That's how everybody operates. <laughs> People say that the there's a comedian that has a joke like that. No, no, doing living one day at a time. Yeah, who? How else can you live? That's that's the way days work. But the, the the tortoise just slow, steady, consistent. And by the end of the story, the tortoise wins because it never gets off course. It never rests on its laurels. My comedy career is very similar to the tortoise. I never stopped doing comedy. It guys I started doing comedy with. People I know, even if they didn't even start doing comedy with. People that I met along the way, they've taken years off. Two years. Six months. I never stopped. I just kept doing comedy. I just kept going on stage and telling jokes. Never took a break. Never took time off. In terms of like moving away from comedy like i i'm on a break right now clearly but i just kept steady slow and steady and that's what delayed gratification is there's a um i did some some reading on it there's something called the the marshmallow experiment i don't know if you've seen this it it would be very entertaining if you haven't just google marshmallow experiment. put it in the youtube Basically, what happened, there was a scientist that took some children, four and five-year-olds, put them in a room, sat a marshmallow in front of them and said, if you don't eat this marshmallow, you'll get a second marshmallow. The scientist then leaves the room, leaves the room for 15 minutes. And the results are pretty, pretty telling. And it's very hilarious because if you've seen some of this footage, some children, as soon as the man closed the door, that marshmallow is right into my gone by holler back marshmallow gone. That's the kind of person I am. Don't leave your marshmallow. Don't leave your marshmallows around me. True player for real. X, X, ask, <laughs> ask. But 15 minutes, the kids are sitting there and they jumping up. They're doing all kinds of things to remove their thoughts and attention from that marshmallow. Now, after 15 minutes, the scientist returns. And what they found is the individuals who were able to resist the temptation of eating the marshmallow were rewarded with a second marshmallow. And basically, that is what delayed gratification is. Is the ability to resist temptation of instant pleasure, and I wasn't available to delayed gratification at the at the Charlotte <laughs> at the Charlotte Football Club. Matter of fact, I got it on the scale Friday and and had some pleasing results, and I went to this this the soccer match and came back was a little bit disappointed in myself <laughs> a little ah. Come on, Mike, but delayed gratification, the pain of discipline versus the ease of distraction. And so I just think that it's important to begin to practice delayed gratification in whatever level of your life you can do it. Uh, We just had a men's conference at our at our church. And we had a, a panel that was talking about mental health, and they made a great point that if somebody's struggling, what what can you do? If you're having an anxiety and you're having really some challenges and you, you feel uncomfortable, even to the degree to not come to church, like well, what's some advice? What would you do? And one of the advice, something that was given was baby steps. Let's get some small victories. Let's get small victories. I think that's a way to practice delayed gratification example of this i'm I'm doing this i want to read more i want to read more and a way that i could do delayed gratification i I just jump on that on that social media man i Mm -hmm. social media to me is like the the autobahn in germany like once i get on that thing man i'm i'm flying like i just i can't get off the exit (laughs) so one way to help me with that is to get things done. Like, hey, man, you can't get on that autobahn until you've done X, Y, and Z. So it's important to establish some practices. But one of the best ways to practice delayed gratification is small steps, baby steps. These some small wins. The next way to practice delayed gratification is just to do it consistently. To do it consistently. I, I, I'm again, I'm one of these main, I guess to call myself a maniac, but I, I really have these out there kind of ideas. One of the ideas I had recently was when I going go to the gym, kettlebell swings, which are very difficult, but it's a kind of a full body exercise that's very beneficial. And I told myself, hey man, let's do a 100 kettlebell swings. That's a great place to aspire to but let's start off let's just do 50 but there's a time in my life where I would have said let's do 100 and would have been disappointed in myself if I did less than 100 in this some arbitrary rule I've given myself it's like let's be consistent do what you can do to be consistent if it takes you to sit down for 10 minutes to read and you can consistently do that we'll do that Because if you continue to do it, that time will increase. But oftentimes we got these big, grandiose ideas and we don't do the small, little, minute detail to make it. Everything that's big starts small. And I think that what I'm learning is the power of delayed gratification, even with what I'm doing with my weight loss. I, I'm eating very boring. Boring. And I'm, I'm 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 sorry to keep talking about this people, but boring. Oh, it's so boring. Only thing is I put a little bit of sauce, a little teriyaki, sesame, ginger, set teriyaki sauce on my chicken. But it's boring. Same thing. Boring. But it's giving me the results. I'm delaying gratification. I'm not going to get. The crumble cookie, like I want to go get it's a new bakery opening up over in my area. They, they one one bakery has discontinued itself, and they've added another bakery. It's a bakery by the name of Blue Flower. They had some outstanding cookies where the person decided to retire. But then there's somebody called the the Buttercream Queen. I cannot wait to be introduced to her. But I just did this the other day the butt the butt cake nothing but butt. They sent out a buy one, get one free coupon. And I went and I bought one and I got one free and I gave it to my kids. And my wife, we were talking about, she was asking me about Father's Day. And she said, well, you know, what do you want to eat? And I was like, I really want to go out. I want to kind of eat my regular, my regular degla, my regular boring program. And she was like, oh, you deserve a treat, you know, take a treat. I was like, it's not treat time. And she was like, well, you had a treat the other day. You had a butt cake. I said, I did not have a butt cake. <laughs> I asked you, did you want something? Because I knew I was going. And it it was actually, I, I, and there was a possibility I was going to get one. I, I wasn't all the way determined <laughs> that I wasn't going to get one. It was still up in the air. But when I went in there and bought the cake, I got one, one for a daughter, one for my son. But I wouldn't get one free. That's two. I didn't want to. It was like, okay, to get another one. Do you want to spend the money for something? You know, I was prepared to do the one, get the one free. I was going to get my wife one. But since she didn't want one, I'm like, I don't need the third. Delayed gratification. Now, And I like those bump cakes. They are very, matter of fact, real talk transparency. My son ate his and put the little container in the trash, but there was cream, there still was icing in his in his uh in his little package, in his little, yeah, that don't, <laughs> in the in the container. And I wanted that icing. I was gonna go in that garbage, take my finger, attack that icing. I said, no, man, stop, bro. I, I'm not, I'm not icing not gonna be the thing to take me out. I, I can't Get victory over icing that somebody else is eating the cake. Like, come on, man, you. We better than this, Mike. So that is what I will leave with you today for the best advice ever. is to practice delayed gratification. You could do that simply by taking small steps and being consistent. Hope you have enjoyed another episode. The best advice ever podcast, y'all. I would love to hear from you. You can email me at info info at comedianmikegoodwin.com. Again, that's INFO at comedianmikegoodwin.com. Follow me on all the social media platforms. I'm at Bowtie Comedy on Facebook. I'm on Comedian Mike Goodwin. I'm on the tick of the talk, the face of the book, the you of the tube. The eye of the G. I'm out here in these social media streets. I'm also in the link at the end. I don't, I don't really go over there much. And I'm over there at the Angry Place, Twitter, man. They mad. That is a uh MMA ring over there at Twitter. But again, thank y'all again for, for checking me out. For listening in on another episode of The Best Advice. Ever podcast i'll be back again next week same bat channel same bat time same bat place you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with me and i appreciate it until next time peace